This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Exactly Right. Karen, we all love summer, Mm -hmm. except for when it comes to sleeping in this heat. It's so true. Thankfully, New Sheets brand My Sheets Rock created the regulator sheets, which are designed for hot sleepers. Their sheets keep you cool by regulating the temperature and wicking away moisture, all while being soft and also breathable. And they're made of bamboo rayon, which transfers body heat two times better than cotton sheets, so you can sleep comfortably every night. Now, I got sent these sheets in the mail. I threw them in the wash. Please, always wash new sheets. They do all the things they say and more. They're silky. They're beautiful sheets. They feel really fun and nice, but then they actually do keep you cool at night. Oh, wow. It's That's, really cool. Okay, I'm excited for them. Check yeah. out My Sheets Rock at MySheetsRock.com forward slash ride and enter the code ride for 10% off and free shipping. That's MySheetsRock.com slash ride code ride. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbank. And this is Karen Kilgara. We're um, switching it up and doing a PM drive. It's dark. It's dark outside. I'm scared. It is scary, but I promise I'm here for you. You, Are you? Well. Then I just crashed into it. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing I could do. You're controlling the vehicle. I just said I'd be here for you. I didn't say I'd have a plan as to how to help you. Now let's make a plan right now mm-hmm. in case I What if I happens. shoot my arm out? Yes. If you stop short. You can shoot it to that point but then shoot it toward the steering wheel I'd oh, say. Oh right of course. Like if that's the. But we're assuming that like say something happens to me a large shard of glass goes into both my eyes. Mm-hmm. You have to take control of this vehicle. I won't stop 
stepping on the gas. Right. I will take a moment to mourn your loss. <laughs> no, don't. Grab the you mic. don't. Grab the Because grab the, <laughs> grab mic. the mic. I'll grab your <laughs> mic. That's the most important part. Yep. They're brand new. Two, use two mics as we dive. That's probably Steve, the most important. Steven got us new mics yeah. uh, with little furry windscreens. It's, they're very adorable. And they're, and they're wireless, which they, I think is the, the you buried the lead. They're each, wireless lobs. I've right. never in my, never in all my illustrious years in show business have I seen a wireless lob. I've never seen anything like this. How do we have better technology than most feature film sets? They <laughs> must be brand new. And they're cute. It looks like a little black cat when they get scared and their back's all spiky. It's just like Halloween right on our chests. It's like we've taken Halloween to heart. Oh, it's coming early this year <laughs> with this spiky little cat number. I, I, did I ever tell you about, because I had a black cat that... Had AIDS, feline AIDS. Yes, we've talked about all that. <laughs> but uh, yes, we've talked about the cat eggs. This new Halloween is new stories about old cats. Okay. Um, there is a human. Yeah. It's a great time to jet into the street. Pitch black, why not? This is... Why don't you wear a dark sweatshirt? She too? was, she was, I think. Speaking of cats, she was a cat burglar. <laughs> anyway, I, my cat one night, I, th I may have told this, I grabbed an old pumpkin I had carved and it, I'd let it sit on the porch too long and I grabbed the stem and it ripped off this rotten pumpkin and a rat was in <laughs> a giant rat. You've definitely told it before, but I love I it. I have told it. I love that story. Of stories but and it just, I'll never forget how the cat in such a human way got scared and leapt into the air. <laughs> it just makes me... And his his back hair did used to like grease up and get spiky. Yeah. Just like on greeting cards. Yes. You know what's funny? J my dog George, when we're at the dog park and there's a dog George doesn't like, she gets a dark brown strip of hair on her back because she's part... People have said she's that means that she's part... Um, some kind of goddamn dog, whatever. But it's like when Gremlin? she, it's when she kind of Spikes when she gremlin. doesn't like another dog, it like it's her hackles or whatever. But they turn darker brown and they stand up, so she wow. gets like this weird stripe down her back. That's how I know she's gonna start a fight. Yeah, what is that call where a butterfly will suddenly look like the devil's face or something? <laughs> it's some sort of a protective, right? Uh, you mean Silence of the Lambs, the film? Yes, I simply, you know how sometimes you back up, you back a butterfly against the wall and they just fly right into Jodie Foster's mouth. <laughs> they make a lady suit and they refuse to go down without a fight. They run all around that house with their, their, their night vision goggles on. I swear oh, to God, God, we've talked about this before. But the end, and I mean, I will talk about this till the day I die. Mm -hmm. The end of the movie, Silence of the Lambs, I'll which is a perfect, it. it's a perfect film. You mm -hmm. can rewatch it as many times as you need to. Yep. And I'm not a big rewatcher. I've rewatched that movie 20 times. I like how she over enunciates. Yeah. Dr. Lecter. I like the way she talks. <laughs> Dr. Lecter. Yeah, Lecter. Lecter. <laughs> that was just me being weird. Um... <laughs> But the ending of that movie is worth 25 endings of any other movie. It, it, it's better than the ending of any movie ever. Yeah, it really is. It's and it's so... a true story. No, that's not true. I, you told, <laughs> please, I wish it was true. Let me just pretend <laughs> it was true. It'd be amazing. Oh, it's so good. It's the best. I went to a, my sister is a big fan of John Lovett and the 
Pod Saved America, Pod Saves America, and and they are saving America. They by are, the way, and I saw they do a live love it or leave it at the Improv, and I had never seen him. I I knew of him. He's he's great. It was great, but during it, he said his partner. I I don't know if he means his partner in the podcast or his husband, but he said he'd never listened to a single episode. And I have to admit, I hadn't listened. I've had listened to clips, but I hadn't listened to any of my favorite murder episodes. I don't know why. I'm not a big podcast listener. Yeah. And I listen to a ton of them, and it's great. You guys do a great job. <laughs> You're talking I about my podcast. Up, yes, I have nightmares. It's so good. No Thank wonder you. it's a runaway hit. <laughs> I'm jumping in a little late. I started with the girl who got her arms cut off. I fucking oh, nightmares Mary about Vincent. it. Mary Vincent. Mary oh, Vincent. She's God. number one. She's everyone's favorite. You know what? I watched some new stuff. I watched some recap where people asked you guys awkward questions, and I was feeling it. I. It's great. I really enjoyed it. Chris. My sister loves it. She's a big fan. She, yes. I'm a fan Lisa's of her. Been a fan. <laughs> yes, you like her. <laughs> taste. I do. But wait, sorry. Really quick, and I don't mean to make it totally about me, although I love that it is. Yes. Um, also because I have to admit, when you started that story, I, because I didn't think it was going to be about me, uh, I wasn't totally listening to right. you. Look at, okay. <gasps> look at this! My lake, my lake, Echo Park Lake, they have these these swan paddle boats and they put lights on them and they're all illuminated like they're having some sort of a late night boat party. So wait, are people in those or are they yeah. just letting them float around? I could see their silhouettes. Guys, this is the turtle lake that Chris talked about where uh, the turtles made on contact I saw with them, them today. You think, I, I go, they swim to me now <laughs> and all the heads come up at once like a chorus line <laughs> of eye contact. They and do they little say, kicks. Can we see the fan art about us? Because <laughs> there's been lots. Oh, I throw sticks in there. People get mad because apparently they're made of plastic and defeats yeah. the whole turtle. Please don't throw stickers. Wait, <laughs> pause, pause Turtle Talk yes, and we will come back to Turtle Talk. Of course, why not? Which is the new podcast. So sorry, <laughs> are you saying that John Lovett talked about not listening to the podcast to my podcast? Sorry. <laughs> he okay. said his partner, and I didn't know in the moment if he met his partner with the Yeah, I got Pod that part. America or his, his partner yes. partner. But he said had never listened to Love It or Leave It, and he was actually mad about it. He gets oh, mad when he... Oh, to his podcast. Right. Okay. So he was mad about that. He's like, they don't listen to the other podcast. And then I was like, well, I kind of don't <laughs> listen to yours or anyone's or ours. Yeah, see, I don't... Um, I Sometimes I'll listen to ours when I'm bored and driving around, because it really is like driving around with friends, and it makes me laugh. And, and it's also, weird, because one of the friends is you. Right, which I'm, I have to say, I'm, I, she really is one of my best friends. But, and we're funny, and I never remember any of this shit we talk about. Right. I re clearly, we've made a serious point of that by telling the same story a bunch yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah. But, but it we, we cover so many things in this podcast that it really is a little bit new. But I every am dry. Time. So here's this the weird. We're not covering anything new. I'm out. I'm here's, all out of stories. This is what I want now. Mm -hmm. I want John Lovett to listen to my podcast, My Favorite Murder. I, I know. I, <laughs> I'm I, just kidding. I wonder if he wonder if he does. I'm totally joking. He was great. He, uh, well, he's funny and everything, but when he'd get mad and his, it just, he is. His rants? His rants are great yeah. and he knows his shit. Oh, and yeah. And it was really impressive. I'm like, oh, You know he was it. a speechwriter for fucking Obama, sure. the man who made the uh, best speeches. I know, but we can all write jokes for a speech. I didn't realize he was just <laughs> informationally writing a president's speeches. Like, of course, he's. Um, he knows Off everything. the charts, just riddled with brain information. Yeah. 
the best kind to have. It looks like we're going downtown, guys, so I hope everybody's prepared. I hope there's a series of one-way roads yep. that lead you to another one that ends you up at what is Skid Row, which is on a map. Ends you up at. Um, <laughs> it ends keep, you up at it. <laughs> please keep your eye open for teens on free scooters that are probably drunk. That's the new... Uh, if driving in Los Angeles isn't hard enough, mm -hmm. the new thing now, free scooters with teens on them who are on vacation and driving on the wrong side Usually of the road. Usually coming towards you yeah. now on the wrong side of the road in a bike lane. There's no, oh, we, this, this is thoroughly covered, mm -hmm. this topic. But uh, what yeah, I need we'll to do, see. I need to do like you and listen to our old episodes because someone made a new, uh, do you need ride out of context? Thing where they, they're just putting our quotes and I'm like that's a joke if I listen to old episodes there's probably jokes that I can use because it was me saying them yeah <laughs> don't use mine though Hey, those are mine. You're the one that has. You haven't been hitting the stage. They're <laughs> mine until you come back around. <laughs> oh my God, that's the perfect threat to get yeah. me back to do stand up again. Hey. If you if don't, you don't, I'll take your. If I'll you don't do it, I'm going to preemptively write your new material. <laughs> I would appreciate it. It would make doing it that much easier. I'll just hand it to you. I have to say like that these are rightfully yours. I keep every once in a while I get I will get an invitation from some lovely person that I'm friends with that'll be like, Hey, I'm doing a show at blah blah. Would you come and do it? And I'm always like, eh, I can't because I haven't been doing sets, so I don't have material, well, but it, it's a normal fear to have. Have you watched the comedians in cars with Eddie no. Murphy who is scared? He's no. like, I don't have anything. I, I'm I'm so scared to do stand-up again. It's been too long. No. I don't have material. What? There, a guy, I would think he'd be riddled with unshakable confidence and wouldn't... I think I would think that he hasn't been doing stand-up just out of not wanting to, but he says he's scared to. That's crazy. He's the it, best comedian of all time. I know, and he, but he, if you can't take 20 years off and then assume you could still do it. No, that's true. That is, that is true. But he, if anybody could, God damn it, Eddie Murphy was such, is a natural. He mm -hmm. is, he's like, it's like Will Ferrell in that way where they have a funny accent. Like, it's right. their style, their face, yeah. their it, attitude. Yep, it all lined up. He had it in sixth grade. Well, yeah. guess what, Karen? So do you. Get a leather red suit. <laughs> it's true. And get on stage. You know, my friend Christine. You, my friend Christine Gooden got us tickets to go see Deli the Delirious tour when we were juniors, either juniors or seniors in high school. And my dad wouldn't let me he go. He toured. Oh, of course not. He yeah. was like, "Yeah, you're not. You're not going to go into San Francisco to go to an yeah, Eddie how, Murphy how concert." How old were you? Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, I almost agree with him there. Yeah. I mean, some of that language. It was the dirtiest one. <laughs> yeah. Delirious. Well, it's was dirtier it, no, than raw. raw. No, no, is, it was raw. It was yeah, it was raw the raw tour. Definitely the. That was the one where he did go a little. I bet you that's the reason he is worried about it because, on raw, he started doing that weird like, using an electric toothbrush as a vibrator's material where it's yeah, like, yeah. what is what is this? This isn't. This is no longer the Eddie Murphy that's trying to make America laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he got a little dirty. I think he's scared to dirt. I th I bet that he's thinks when I was good at this, I was able to go to a place that I can't now because I'm doing family-friendly stuff. Yeah, Wasn't true. it his goal to be doing only movies that his kids could watch, or am I thinking of someone else? I mean, it sounds familiar. I, I wouldn't put it past him because that kind of is all the movies. Although... Hey there, casual stormtrooper. <laughs> hey, hey, he's got front... Pouches. 
He's got some front pouches that seem unnecessary. Yeah, he had too many marsupials. <laughs> but tow. then he also was carrying plastic bags. So they clearly weren't like, it wasn't a fashion thing. It wasn't like, uh, what I, do you call those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, accessory. Uh, couches. Couch, yes. <laughs> Couch couches. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. Here's some skid row. Yeah. Oh. That's just the edge of it. The other day, there was a perfect row of tents, each one spaced apart perfectly, and two different people were sweeping in front, fully taking pride in yeah. their plot. And uh, it's just one of those things where I glanced over, I'm like, oh, cool, I guess I'm going to cry right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when someone has nothing and they're taking pride, he was like sweeping and he picked up something, look at what it was and threw it away and swept more. Yeah. And it was just. It's horrifying. Part of a bridge, under a bridge. Because somewhere along the line in the government, someone made this decision that we don't have to care about our fellow man and everyone went, yeah, good, that'll save me uh, $30 on my taxes. Yeah. You fucking asshole! I got mine, you don't get yours. Uh, sweep the curb. Sweep the curb. Live in a tent on the sidewalk with no safety. It makes me sick. Yeah, it really. Oh, sorry, it really, sir. Oh, and then we. And then I just. Fucking... The exact guy is talking about on the other side of town. <laughs> well, I want you to. I want you to do stand up again. Let's go back to that. Okay. Uh, I will do that. Music. I right? promise don't to you do have that. Songs kicking around in that musical head of yours. I don't know if I can do music again. That was a very difficult thing to do. <laughs> now that I've finished doing it, yeah, going back to that would be extremely difficult. I feel like I barfed out the one thing I was going to do with that. I made that album. God bless America. The end. Yeah. The album. The, the album not is called. not called God Bless America, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Live Live at the Bootleg. Live right? at the Bootleg. Oh, I thought so. And you were there. I was there, and it was fun. That's why I had that person bring you balloons. But <laughs> it's so good, and I bet you could keep doing it. It's just that same thing that Eddie Murphy is talking about. It's just when you take a break off, it seems like a thing that you can't do again. Yes, and I think when you begin to listen to people, people tell you what they think of what you do, then you can't not think of people when you go to do that thing again. Right. So for years... I will need you to repeat that, but yes. <laughs> for years, I toiled in obscurity and did great with it. Yeah. I loved it. Right. It was how I wanted to do it. Yeah. I could say anything I wanted. No one gave a single shit. Of course. It, of course. Curse. I, I of want, a curse. Of it curse. is a curse. It's a course. Of course, a curse. Of course. But... Um, that is a good point. Yeah, now... There's the a self-consciousness the stakes are a little higher because you are a known person. Well, also I have the thing, which I think you have in all of us, uh, comics, you want to be good. You don't yeah. want to get up and suck and you don't want to get up and be mediocre mm. or even kind of good. You want to get up and be awesome from the get-go. I'm sure that's Eddie Murphy's deal. Right. Yeah. And I, and I related to it and that's why when I saw it, I'm like, it made me like him so much because... I, he's just a person with the same fears. Yeah. In a big fancy house. At but, least one. But I, you're right. I, I think about um, MFM people coming to my comedy shows that are, do you need a ride, people now? And I'm, and then in the time that that was kind of happening, I'd recorded my special, and now I'm editing it, and I'm like, oh, why am I doing it? But I've 
30 dick jokes where I'm literally saying dick like actual dick jokes about dicks yes but they're like, funny they were funny yes they are but that's not what I want to be serving it's the people that like me I'm like hey ladies hope but you're you- ready for some dick humor they are they've been listening to it their whole lives I any guess. woman that's followed comedy is totally used to it and also you do it in a different way you, you're not aggro and weird I'm and you not. don't make people feel like they're, they're being soft, threatened with the dick jokes. They're soft dick jokes. <laughs> they're lightly tossed. Soft toss. <laughs> with, a, with a very uh, lady gorgeous, uh, light balsamic Just vinaigrette. A thin glaze. And what we do at the end is we sprinkle a mixture of oh I need to start cooking just yes. so I can finish this joke you should start and, doing cooking comedy feed my, that's what I'm saying I need to turn over a new leaf mm. a bay leaf oh, when I make no. this oh <laughs> did you know you were going to say that I know wait I need to change the topic again. Of course. Did you see? I believe it was Tucson, Arizona, but I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. There is there is a city hall meeting or whatever, uh, you know, a meeting that was on TV, but it was like a boring civil meeting. Yeah. And these people council. Yeah. And did you see it? The people stood up because they were protesters and they were like this weird looking woman who had a Trump hat on. And they were like, if you break our laws, we will deport you is what her sign said. And I believe seemingly next to them was me sitting in a yes. green shirt. Yes. Yes. Green shirt guy. Uh, who green- just started fucking laughing at her. I have gotten how many memes have I gotten of green green shirt guy or me next to green shirt guy? It's, or you are green shirt I, guy. It's I, the greatest. When I first saw it, I'm like, yeah, but he's so much taller. Yes, he is. But no, it's, it's yeah, I see it and I get it. But, but it just looks like your whole how you would deal with I would nervously like laugh too <laughs> but also he was laughing so they would see that he was that is the best yes. thing that guy could have done yes for sure it's for her to glance over and be like this guy's actually laughing at me and it's not in a mocking way yeah. can't help it he's genuinely laughing and I'm not scary or powerful yeah. I'm a lunatic like she couldn't even wait to speak because there's an allotted time she could have said whatever she wanted to say but she made it like it was a protest at a place where she was going to get airtime anyway. Right, right. Like she tried to disturb what what she would have been allotted time to say. And then she said, so the guy's laughing at her, and then she said, you're in violation of this ordinance. Or, and someone said, you're in violation of being a jackass. <laughs> Which is like, was, is Joe Flaherty there? Yeah, for uh, real. I just, Dad. I, it was pretty fun to... You're in violation of being a jackass. And her boyfriend looked over like that. Well, I guess I can't do anything. Yeah. You look like idiots. Let's get out of here. It was they, pretty fun. They did. They stormed out. And I was apparently glad to be part of it. There was I was proud of you for being <laughs> there you. and handling your shit in a way that made America feel a little bit better. I've been I've been sitting on that that Kelly Green polo of mine, <laughs> waiting for the right place to wear it. Waiting for the right dipshits to mock. It was a, yeah, that was a beautiful moment and it really made me laugh because it did look, it looked like a um, House of Mirrors stretched out version of you. Yeah, it was, uh, 
I tell, I mean, I don't want to tell drug stories, but I was on acid at my old roommate's <laughs> birthday, and we were in a uh, the hotel Irwin downtown, and it was when I discovered I really like. I was just riffing and having fun, and couldn't have been happier. You know, it was a drug. Yeah. But they had these wacky funhouse mirrors. Uh, just wavy mirrors that were in the corner and I called the front desk and I'm like yeah we're gonna need a new mirror brought up to the room uh, this one when I'm crouched down a little bit I have a big forehead and then when I look <laughs> up to address it suddenly I have a long chin so if we could just get a mirror this one is clearly on the fritz and the front lady <laughs> was trying to explain but she didn't she didn't think I was kidding at all and she didn't want to make me feel dumb. Oh. And then I felt bad. I'm like, oh, this person's actually trying to explain that the mirror isn't broken, <laughs> it's just a wavy style of glass. But describing what it looks like. To I walked her through it for a while. I'm like, oh, and add this to the list of complaints. Now my legs are long. Wait, have you done this on stage? <laughs> no. Write it down, write it down. Don't mean, forget. Steven Funhouse Mirror. I was the Funhouse Mirror. Say long legs, big chin, <laughs> long big list. forehead. That's the kind of thing. I, I wake up in the middle of the night and then I look at uh, this piece of paper and it says Funhouse Mirror, long legs. I'm like, what the hell does yeah. that even mean? Yes, I know. It's hard. I What bothers me is I keep forgetting anything I try to remember, I forget. Because I'm looking at my phone, the most distracting machine yeah. there has ever been. Sir, what are you doing? Just being God. touchy. Oh, and now he's going to zip in front of you. Yeah. Of course. Not oh, fast, wow. though. Yeah, got to take your time doing it. Dumbass. That guy was the worst. <laughs> and has dents on his car exactly where he is about to hit us. Yes. These are, I've been practicing these shitty moves all week. <laughs> I've been merging into other cars. <laughs> but now it's showtime. Let's make the dense match. See, that's the thing about driving downtown. I think a lot of people don't understand this if you don't live in Los Angeles. And my apologies to you if you yeah, for how boring enjoy this topic Kansas. is. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the, it's such a hectic, bizarre place to drive because... If you're not, especially like downtown, all of a sudden it's a one-way street. Are or we, I feel like we're about to go to my neighborhood. Sorry do you want? Do you want I to? I mean, we could. I mean, let's do it. And then at the end, I could show you guys my cool place. Okay. I think you'd really like it. Anyway, sorry. I mean, but when you're downtown, I I do know a, a calm just washed over me because we left it though. Yes, for yeah. real, because it's the one-way streets pop up and the pedestrians everywhere and the fucking bird scooters and all yep. the shit. It really is, and then people don't know where they're going and they drive like this is their last chance to get out of hell, <laughs> essentially. They're just driving like they're finding a source of water because <laughs> it's the end of days. Because it is truly the end of days. I, uh, I went on a, my sister came and stayed with me and we drove up to Carmel where I was born because both of us have been sitting on our mom's ashes. I've had them for two years in a box. I have them in my room. She's seen me do on, you know, <laughs> all kinds of all stuff. kinds of things on the foot of my bed. Clipping my toenails is bad enough. <laughs> and uh, so we drove up there because we, I was born in in this beautiful part. God, it's beautiful. It's so gorgeous. And we had so much fun. I don't think you're supposed to have that much fun 
doing what a uh, thing that's supposed to be sad, but I think that's why we're having fun. Plus, we've had plenty of time to. Yes, it's been sad up until now. Yes. It doesn't have to be sad anymore. Anymore, and there was a real feeling of like my mom thinking everything would have been funny too. And we yes. went to the last place. We took a picture with her and flung them there. And of course, it there's no gravity. It does not affect human ashes. And it zipped once again right into my sister's face. <laughs> I did it again. The last time we tried, I threw him almost in her mouth. Uh, anyway, that happened a few times, but we went to all these spots, put them in different places, and we laughed so much, and my sister kept saying, write that down, that's a joke. That's also a joke. And so I had like a list of three things that like jokes Lisa wants me to do. And I, uh, so far, I just haven't been, there's, there's funny stuff that's conversational funny, and then you try and make it happen again. And I'm sorry, Lisa, if you're listening, but the jokes you told me to tell have been eating shit. And I thought you loved me. You know, maybe you need to bring just a small amount of ash of your mother's ashes on stage with you. Yeah. And that's what makes it really funny. Yeah, the is, end. Is the juxtaposition. And then I just blow an ashy kiss to the audience. <laughs> Have you seen Chris's new act? It's kind of dark. Yeah, yeah. He has a lot of ashes still. His, Look at I really swans. I love the swans. The swans lit up with Christmas lights is probably one of the more beautiful things Los Angeles has to offer. And I and today, the, uh, you know, when I went to the turtles again, everything it's really this is my favorite part of the city. I love that it's just blocks from where I hang my hat, as they say. It is so nice. I do wear hats. I am on uh, over on this side of town all the time now because of needing to go to the office more and more. Well, you gotta come by. We'll eat at uh, Ostrich Farm. Okay. It's delicious. Is Ostrich Farm, do you have to feed ostriches before you eat? <laughs> is there chores involved? A misleading name. Okay. It is, uh, there it are no like ostriches. <laughs> there is no ostrich meat on the menu. Great. There is farm fresh products. Okay. And it's really good, and um, they do not ask me to talk about it, but the menu is terrific. Are the omelets huge because they're made with ostrich eggs? <laughs> they are. The omelets take up the whole table. The omelets, they hide in the dirt <laughs> like an ostrich takes a nap, and you have to dig it up. You dig it up like a weird other kind of animal. And all the all the mater, the waiters and maitre d's or maters <laughs> come around. They're all ostriches. They have giant mm. tennis ball sized eyeballs and they look like sod puppets. And then when they ask you if you need anything else, they stick their face right into your face with their weird eyes. Do you need anything else? Tickle. Poke, poke. Yeah. And they have giant eyelashes, don't they? I'm, you know what? This I believe they do. I, am I thinking about emos? When am I not? Same family. <laughs> I think so. Fam. It's the same fam. I think so. Or genus. Or species. <laughs> All right. That's a plan. Yes. Doing stand-up comedy again. That's I want, a plan. I don't know. Mull it over. We got to go on. We got to do. What are we going to do, you and I? Yeah, you're right. What are we going to drive on stage in a cardboard car? Uh, people want. Yes. They're always like, <laughs> you, we'll do a double-decker thing. And I'm like, 30 people at a time? It's not logistically <laughs> sound. It's not the worth it. The gas money alone would break even. It doesn't make sense. Oh, a theater-sized bus. It doesn't exist. Well, theater, I'm complimenting us. But I, it would be fun if, uh, you know... I just, if you started slinging out the jokes again. Okay, you're right. 
Now, I'm not going to say it's like when uh, we stumbled across that NASA location. But JPO. Yeah, uh, you picked me up at uh, El Madrigal's and I had some drinks, but I am, I've had some, I had one drink tonight. Okay. So. Thank you for reporting I'm it. just letting you know, <laughs> since you're my sponsor, <laughs> I feel. Okay, to start all over. I have a buzz right now, <laughs> and it is the kind of buzz where they say on signs, buzz driving is drunk driving. It is just a buzz, but I feel a little drunk. But maybe I'm just in a good mood. Maybe you're just having fun podcasting with maybe just I, us. Maybe I just enjoy it. And you know that in this style, in this type of episode, we don't have to compete with uh, with guests' ideas. We don't Ugh. have to adhere to the guests' needs. The constant interruption of a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Needing to include them. Uh, oftentimes, uh. giving them priority. <laughs> Even interrupting each other no. to get to the guest's answer. Continue, guest. <laughs> this is so interesting. Way better than Karen and I, who are professionals, would have said. Ah, oh, you snooze fest. Continue, guest. Again, if you've been a guest, we're Thank not you talking so about much. you. Thank you so much. Yours was the best one. Starting, and I'll list all the guests we've had. Great. James Adelman, <laughs> Ian Carmel, <laughs> Pat, Bishop, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> It's just funny because he hasn't been, but we've had his friends. Oh, got it. Pat, um. Who else have we Patrick had? Patrick Keene, is that I was trying to think, because he's done it a bunch of times. Yes, he has. He always says really good stuff. we got to have him. He's very on. funny. I've got a whole, we've, you, we've both got a whole list. A whole bunch of lists of great people coming up. Ooh, and we it's got an email been, from the great Jackie Cation. She wants to do it again, so we got to get her in the mix. I mean, Wednesday, I think I'm still, she's not driving with Caitlin and I, but we're still, I'm about to do shows with her, and I can't wait. Oh, tell her. Tell her when you guys get back. I'm yawning in anticipation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, you, did you know that yawning's good? It just means that you're needing oxygen. Yeah, that, and which is great news. <laughs> <laughs> when I had like a personal trainer, I went to 24 Hour Fitness and they're like, we have a deal today and they assigned me a trainer and I'll never forget, I went to her desk and she is eating a cartoonish meatball sub. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're going to whip into shape, shift play RD. <laughs> and, and I, but she, uh, I remember I was working out and I kept yawning and she's like, no, it's good. It's like, that is a sign that you're getting a good workout. And I'm like, you would think if you were yawning, that would mean you're not going all in. You're tired and probably not. But it's like your body taking big gulps of oxygen? Yes, Is apparently. that what saying? Yeah. You know, she there's a good chance. She also was a trainer that eats meatballs. Yeah, there's a good chance she was an imposter. <laughs> she also was wearing denim, a denim one piece <laughs> and had leaves in her hair. And I wasn't at 24-hour fitness. I was in the parking lot. <laughs> I had yet to pay for a membership. But she met with me for three weeks and I got ripped. <laughs> Down by the river. I got ripped just <laughs> eating cans of tuna with her. <laughs> I went to, I went to, I had shows in, uh, just a show in Santa Barbara a couple of days ago and I stayed. I just assumed my friend would be home, but he was off building. He's a carpenter, he's building a house. And so I went, he gave me the code to his little apartment. And I was so hungry after my show that 
I had rummaged through his pantry and there was nothing there but sardines. No. That's the last time. Never. Uh, yes, and forever. <laughs> if you ask, uh, yeah. Never, Three, forever. Uh, always, and some. <laughs> Save some for me, because man, he had mustard, he had oil, he had him in. I had like a sardine festival. No. I ate so many of them. Sorry, Justin, I ate all your sardines, buddy. No crackers? <laughs> I hunched over his sink? No. Yeah. Here, like a little lost cat. I loved it. It was delicious protein. That is my nightmare. <laughs> I, went, I Yeah, I did the thing. I put it in my mouth and I slurped it off and there's a little skeleton. I did it all. And then you were wearing a vest? <laughs> and then a cop came and arrested you. And then I got in a fight and it was just a cloud with fists shooting out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cliff. Uh, see, you are, I think that's part of... Oh, my lifelong food issue is mm. that I'm so picky that I just want exactly what I like and want. Sure. So like, I w if I went through someone's pantry, I'd be like, all oh, this is gonna taste like, lightly like mold. Right. I don't want to eat it. I, I want it, something good. Everything, there was no options and uh, I was not excited to eat these sardines, but I was starving and he lives far from Santa Barbara and, uh, or far enough to where I didn't want him. You were out. Yeah, and it was late, and I'm like, oh, I just won't worry about eating. And then I, and so it was a last resort. I was not at all craving sardines. <laughs> I just was surprised. Wait that a second. Are you pregnant? I, I need something salty. <laughs> what is kicking me in the belly? <laughs> I was, I just was surprised that I liked them because I'm like you. I'm like, that's just something my daddy, or pickled herring. He still buys jars of pickled herring and. It's like sweet and salty. It's like a, it's just not good food. But wait, so you're saying you loved these sardines? Once it's in my mouth, I was like, yes, I get it. <laughs> but it's gross. You're opening a can, they're slimy. They have eyes. Yeah. They still have fins, a dorsal and a, the other one. Pectoral. Pectoral <laughs> fins. <laughs> They have huge packs, and I was just eating them all. Yeah. Well, that was a power thing, I think. Oh, it was. You were was. just showing them who was boss. Yeah, there's nothing more power powerful than biting down on a <laughs> on the spine of a young fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But no, aren't they real salty and real fishy? What, yeah. What is this? Oh, what I, oh, okay. Oh, it was a bike. I, it's I, a, that I, really you know, looked like someone I, on skates. You're right. I thought it was someone <laughs> on a scooter wearing an octopus costume. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a guy with a, a weird pedal style. He, he was had, just being really getting after it. It was like his the lights were on his pedals, but the pedals were close together. So it looked like someone was floating there in the air and running clumsily at us <laughs> at the was, same time. It was scary, and I thought it was actually going to end up on our hood. Yeah. It's uh, all, everything's so threatening these days. I would hate to meet an octopus for the first time in real life out in the streets like this. Mm -mm, well, on dry like, land? <laughs> that's an emergency situation. <laughs> um, if you, if it was the end of the world. Sure. Uh, you mean, so, it is, okay. But yes. I mean Let's like um, a more definitive. Theoretically, it's not ending. Yeah. No, yeah. right. Let's say we're going to pull out of this one. Yes, and I think gotcha. we will. I really do. Yeah, we will. Uh, with the AOCs of the world helping us with, and, yeah. and Elizabeth Warren, who yes. will be president. Yeah. Um, oh, you think? I think so. Yeah, I think so. There was we're, a list. If her and Bernie do the smartest thing in the world, which is run together, it'll be over. Yeah. So 
but can here. they do that? Like, I don't. Who knows? And I the winner is these two with well, one sitting to, on the other shoulders. They have to change it before yeah. the, before it gets to the end. But right, all right. that aside, sure. Now we get to things are so great in the world, mm -hmm. and all this time has passed. Right. And everybody gets to say where they are, and there's no longer a thing a thing called calling human beings illegal. Right. And it, on and on. Right. So that we're all calm and no one's being threatened. Yeah. This. Now we get to play a fun game called The World Is Ending. Okay. For another reason. <laughs> for a different, just for shits and gigs. Yeah, for fun and giggles. So. Yeah. <laughs> giggles. And the Ital Italian version of giggles, which is giggles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, goats. Okay. Um, like so, an earthquake or something. Yeah, but it's uh, end times. There's the grids down. There's no electricity. Right. You have to go around Los Angeles, and mm -hmm. there's no people to keep you from doing this, and collecting up all the food uh, that you will eat. Gotcha. So it can't be refrigerated. I'm making this up as I go along. Right, right. Can you tell? <laughs> it can't be refrigerated. It has to be like sardines. I'm feverishly writing this all down. <laughs> no, 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 those aren't allowed. I'm like changing the rules as okay, you, okay. you figure something out. So you can have fresh food and vegetables if they're left, if you, right. if you come upon the stash. Um, what are you going to collect up for yourself? I think if it's something where I need to, it, you know, assuming, and I guess you're talking about zombies, we have to. <laughs> I'm going to start eating healthy. I might as well. Because of the zombies? I mean, I got to, it's it's just, let's see how long I can last. The last thing I want is to get some, you know, a heart problem because I'm eating sardines in the end. Okay. And it would probably be pretty easy to acquire and get fruit, but it wouldn't last that long. I guess I don't know the answer. What, um, Frozen goods. This is I probably have a lot of cans, but those are heavy. Baked beans. <laughs> Baked beans? They're disgusting. What am I, a cowboy from a 60s movie? He's Frozen goods when I told you the grid's down and there's no electricity. Yeah, so you want melted goods. How long ago did the grid go down? Oh, uh, are you saying you could have fixed it by now? Or somebody got it back up on his feet? <laughs> I guess. I bet how thought out are all the frozen goods? I, how thought out is this game? Not at all. <laughs> Let's Not at continue. all. I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to start hunting. Okay. That's a given. <laughs> so I just get some weapons, like a spear, I guess. And uh, I've never hunted. I've never killed anything. <laughs> so, but you're going to start now. I'm you're going to hunt and eat healthy. I'll eat a lot of fish. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. It's more, you're basically saying that if the shit goes down, you're going back to the west side. I, that's where the fish are. Okay. There's not a lot of hunting that goes on in my new neighborhood. I mean, I guess that wasn't what the game was. <laughs> what is the game? What, you're my dream diet? I was, <laughs> it was like, if you had to collect up shit mm -hmm. that was in all these weird little convenience stores around. Right. What what would you cobble I think, together? I guess at first I'd be depressed and it'd be a lot of bags of white cheddar smart food popcorn. Okay, this is what I'm looking for. Yeah, because you need to be comforted. Yes. So of course you're going to have some comfort type food. Yeah. But then after that, when the shit gets heavy, mm -hmm. I'm going to do some urban hunting. Okay, okay. No, I think that's good. Then you'll yeah. have... Uh, kind of, you'll be task oriented. I will kill cats. I will kill <laughs> packs of coyotes, all with a spear. 
I, I know it sounds like I'm bragging, but when the shit hits the fan, when the going gets rough, I'm gonna be just putting raw animals in my mouth. Okay. Uh, but for now, I can't eat them because of Instagram accounts. <laughs> oh no, you'll get ruined on social media if you start hunting. Oh, I never. I on the east just, side. It's just me. I'm uh, talking right now, but I came home the other night and there was like a pack of uh, coyotes, and they were huge, full-size dogs. Yeah. There were six of them. They were not scared of me. No, no. And I thought they were coming towards me and I had to like yell and wave my arms and then they're finally like, okay, this guy's crazy, man. <laughs> but, you know, maybe I'll eat some coyotes. Uh, True men don't kill the coyotes. No, I don't think it's good uh, juju, as no, they say, mojo. to kill a coyote. Yeah. Mojo, yeah, but <laughs> either way. It's bad juju, but it gives you pretty good mojo. <laughs> So that's the... Your reputation is shot, but man. <laughs> but oh my God, Energy Jim Morrison spike. will respect you. <laughs> yeah, you're the new lizard king, man. <laughs> uh, um, oh, fun. I think I would... Here's, how, here's the answer I was looking for. Okay. Because this is my answer to this question <laughs> that I made up as I went along. Right. I would go around to all the movie theaters and take those big bags of popcorn because that shit lasts forever. Wait, my answer was popcorn. <laughs> Yours was, but you said smart food. Oh, white God, chip. I picked the wrong type yeah. of popcorn. I'm, I'm movie theater. Okay. And in the big bag yeah. where it's like a clear plastic garbage bag of popcorn. You're going to be one of the first to run out and that's too much salt. But popcorn's a superfood. Did it? you know that? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. It's really good for you. So they say. Not not movie theater style. Yeah, it's pretty salty. I think that negates the superfoodness. But uh, we'll be sweating so much from right. the fact that it's the apocalypse that I think I might need that that salt in my system. I mean, if you're sweating a lot and you're only eating popcorn, I'll, I have two words for you. Kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> Crystallization. Urethral blockage. <laughs> and that ain't no movie. <laughs> Have you seen urethral blockage yet? With <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so good. Miles Teller's in it. He's <laughs> so good. I, uh, what did I, oh, have you seen, have you been speaking of music? <laughs> speaking of music, <laughs> good God, one, I had one Singular margarita. Singular sensation. <laughs> Everybody's talking about. <laughs> uh, I watched um, that, that Midsummer movie. It was, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty wonderful, right? It was just, it was just interesting. I don't know, it's frustrating. It's like, why? I was yelling, like, don't do that. And then in the end, it made me. I've seen a lot of movies lately where I like get mad at the end of it, and I'm like, I don't think that was good. And then two days later, I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. And isn't that what art is? Yes. It creates a conversation. <laughs> two days later, you're like, I guess it was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I flipped off the screen and threw my popcorn into the neighbor's <laughs> lap. I guess now I liked uh, the costuming. It's, co you know, why? it's evocative. It gets you to feel something which you need to feel in the mm -hmm. movie theater. And I find that that director, do you remember that director's name? Oh, I don't, but he made Hereditary and yes. some other short films. He's so good. good. And, I, and I recently rewatched Hereditary. It's so good. And there were so many things I missed the first and time. And this is riddled with them. I realized after a few days later, there was a 
you know, everything that happened in the movie, they allude to it in the beginning. Yeah. It was that thing that I missed. And so you watch it again the second time. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. That's like some backwards, you know, me- um, memento shit. Yes. Out of order. Yeah. Easter stuff. egg style. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta hide that egg. Who is this? Who am I? Who are you? Who have I become? You gotta hide that egg. You gotta hide that egg. I'm the lizard king. <laughs> you sound like Josh Adam Myers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Time for some karaoke's. <laughs> no, no offense, Josh. Adam. Josh. Myers. Adam. Myers. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I've, I've been, uh, I've been enjoying films. I'm gonna. I just realized I am the one of the members of the AMC Real Club. Or oh, whatever. really? I forgot when I signed up for it. I've been paying the money. Yeah. Anyway, Tuesdays I could be seeing movies for five dollars. I need to start becoming one of these Siskel and or Eberts. Yeah, that's a good idea because you've got a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. You often flip off movie screens. Oh, I get so mad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's find out why. Yeah. I don't know. I like film. I like. I films. do too. Did you like? Uh, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen Midsummer, some mm-hmm. people pronounce it that way, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just Midsummer, right? It, well, everyone from America pronounces it Midsummer, but then yeah. cinephiles pronounce it Midsomar because yeah, yeah. I guess that's the fucking Dutch version or where, it's whatever it's country spelled. they're in. Sweden. It's it's spelled S O M M E R, so it's hard not to say that. A R, you mean? When you're rating it, or A R. Yeah. Uh, it's, otherwise, it'd be Midsomar. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the second installment. Midsomar. Yeah, Midsummer too. Midsomar. I, I went to Denver, and uh, all my friends had tickets to see My Morning Jacket, which has oh yeah, they have songs that I love. I think they're great. They're amazing. But it can be kind of jam bandy, you know. Sure. Some of the stuff I'm isn't, but tickets are gone. That's what the gone. drugs are for. I might sure. I'll go ahead. Stick my finger in your bag of mystery powder. I'm ready to ride whatever magic carpet. And I'm the lizard king. You truly have become the lizard king. The only prerequisite is just saying you're the lizard king over and over. That's right. Do not know what that means. You just got to claim it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, king of all lizards. Hey. And I. Uh, lizard King here. <laughs> answer the Can phone you hold, please? <laughs> King of all lizards. You need a lizard? You came to a one-stop shop, and this is the place, Jack. Can you hold, please? I'm the Lizard King. Hi. No, we actually don't sell lizards. Okay. Thank okay. You. Sorry. Shelves are empty. I'm crazy. Because <laughs> I'm slashing prices on nothing. I, uh, lizard King. Uh, tickets had gone up to $400 last minute. Ooh. I didn't, my friends had had tickets for months and months. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go. Anyway, I found some on Craigslist for, the, the guy wanted 150 bucks. And I'm like, well, it's kind of the most I've ever paid for a concert, but it'll be fun. It's in Red Rocks. Oh, shit. It's yes. a beautiful experience. Uh, he wanted me to pay him using Apple pay which I never used but I'm like sure if it works for you there was a moment where it's like but these are texts are coming in green why would you need an Apple bait you don't even have an iPhone that was the first thing I should have noticed oh no and uh, so sent him the money and they's like great what's your email address I'll send over these tickets using this app and I downloaded the app it all seemed legit 
this went on for hours. He's like, yeah, your email isn't working. The guy went through so much effort just to steal. It ended up being $200 that I paid, but he, he just kept playing dumb. And I'm like, oh, I, I just got ripped off. Oh, no. It's okay. So instead, I went to see Midsummer, which is kind of like seeing a jam band. It is. <laughs> They're dressed like Polyphonic Spree. That's true. And uh, and there's drugs. Yeah. It it honestly was the best second thing I could have done. And it got <laughs> my mind off of being... I, I'm dumb. I should not have tried to buy something on Craigslist. I'd, not I anymore. Never, yeah. It just... But the guy seemed legit. I mean, he was saying the right things. It's, did you just rip me off? I said, and he's like, nah. It said N A H H H. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that, was the best, that was the best part. Nah. <laughs> oh like, okay. my God. Never has a nah meant, yeah, more than right now. That is the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Nah. Nah, don't be no, crazy. Why would that happen? No, I love you. Why would I ever rip you <laughs> off? Oh, we went. It was back and forth for hours. I'm like, oh, you've already put more labor into the earning of two hundred dollars than this has been worth. Because I was, and how far do how weird do I want to get and keep bothering? I had two of his phone numbers, one from the iPhone he needed for the transfer of these tickets, and one from the initial two phones. That's the other indicator that yeah. I'm getting ripped off. It's just like. Well, oh, also, did, yeah, did you I'm delete so any of those things? Like, make sure he doesn't have some kind of connection to you now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it was a one-time... Uh, <laughs> it was a one-time rip-off. Yeah, I really don't think this will become our relationship. Nah. Yeah, there's this guy that continually rips me off every Wednesday. <laughs> I thought it would end with the first one. There's a really amazing story um, that's on the podcast Criminal about a guy who does get ripped off like that. There's a guy who gets him out of a jam in a bad neighborhood, uh -huh. and then the guy continues to bilk money from him humili by humiliating him into saying, you weren't man enough to get yourself out of that situation. So you have to give me money, and the guy did it for years. Oh no! It's you have to. It's an episode of the of, um, it's an episode of the podcast Criminal called "I'm what? Gonna Help You" or something like "I'm Gonna Help You" or "I'm Gonna Get You Out of Here." Do you remember what the guy possibly had on him that he kept? Dangling? It was like it was the the guy turned into a ba really bad part of town, mm -hmm. and then something there was some kind of. Um, it, I don't think it happened in Los Angeles, but say if it were Los Angeles, it was then the 1994 riots started. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then the guy got this guy out of the bad part of town and with and the, without getting hurt or whatever. And so then the guy was like, now you owe me, you know, 500 bucks for getting you out of town. The guy's like, sure, no problem. And then the guy contacts him again and is like, I think you need to give me a little more money because because uh, you weren't man enough to get yourself out. And this, then this guy, when he ripped me off, sorry to interrupt. No, no. He, he, I said, so you're ripping me off. He's like, oh, I made a mistake. Can you send 50 more dollars? He asked for more. <laughs> yes. After I was, I'm like, oh, does this work? Is this a like, you're testing the waters to see if I'm a fool me twice guy? Yeah. Okay. Well, and also because that's, I think that is a con 
move where when somebody expresses doubt what uh-huh. they it almost confirms like you're like if they were ripping me off there's no way they'd ask for more money right so that move in there almost confirms to a normal person like oh there's no way they yeah. could be this it could be this in your face yeah yeah and it is god yeah I, I of course won't say his name, but there's a person I know that uh, was doing an online, like a video sex thing. Like, oh, you're getting naked, here I'm naked. And then he was doing something while naked and then she said, okay, now I have this footage of you, I'm gonna show it to everyone if you don't start giving me money. And he's like, I don't have money. Go ahead and show everyone. And so he preemptively said, you know, let his parents and friends and all, hey, you might get this video of me masturbating. Uh, I don't have money to pay. He just kind of got ahead of it. And I think that diffused, like, well, yeah. The woman was like, well, I guess I don't have him then. Uh, <laughs> she sure doesn't. Yeah. So I think that that's the only thing you could do is be like, oh, you're going to screw me? No. No one's ever fucked up my life better than I can. <laughs> they'll, they'll be used to it if you're, I tell them. You're going to beat me to the punch? <laughs> I'm sending it now. That's so horrible, too, because it's that naivete that everybody approaches, like, the internet and, like, kind of modern life with, where it's just like, oh, yeah, I met this person online, and we've both agreed to privately on camera do weird shit with each other. Like, yeah. you don't know that person. It reminds me of... Do you remember when um, uh, uh, Chat Roulette started? Oh yes, I did a weird show where things would pop up and you're supposed to have a quick conversation and then they're to see you're on stage and so it's like, oh, ha-ha, you're in a comedy show. But it ended up every other one was some guy masturbating. Yes, that's all they are. And it's like, this is backfiring big time. (laughs) Good Lord, Duke boys. What are we, chasing (laughs) Boss Hog? This is is just (laughs) the last part. It's like a little roller coaster at the end. Um, uh, yeah. I, I loved chat roulette. We used to sit around, me and my friend Bradford and uh, whoever else was around, we would sit around his computer, super stoned, and then just do it, and it would be like every fourth one was a weird dick, yeah. but then there would just be like four other people staring at their computer just like we were. Oh, that's and so funny. Just looking for weird dicks? Yes. Hey, or- you guys looking for weird dicks? <laughs> yep, they've all been pretty straight and normal tonight. <laughs> we're, we're scared of weird dicks, and we're looking for four people that look like us. See, you do end up meeting good people. Yeah, we met some amazing people on Chat Roulette. <laughs> Did it? I, I met my like, husband on Chat Roulette. I feel like Chat Roulette became something that we all use every single day now. Wasn't it the first attempt at... Was it? Oh, Skype or something. I feel like it was the Napster of, of what we know now to be... Something. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's like... <laughs> I don't know. Huh. I want it to come back. I want to, I want to, I forgot that it went away. I forgot about that night of chat roulette. We were, there were some, there were some chat roulette moments that were very beautiful and touching. Like everyone just waving at each other. And and then the little map would come up and you'd be like, those fucking people are in Russia or wherever they were. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. It was cool. What a weird, and it's just, depending on the mood, it could have just been all those people in Russia masturbating at you. Yep. It's just... It was their choice. Yeah, you either wave or you wave <laughs> your junk. 
Whatever it takes. Yeah, that is sweet. A bunch of people wave. Hi. Yeah. It is always my favorite thing when you're when you're on passing a group of people. You're in a like going under a bridge, and there's people on it, and there are people on a boat. That everyone will wave. Mm-hmm. Hello, fellow humans. Unless it's like you're, you're in... saying goodbye to them because you'll never really meet them. No, that's right. This is our one moment. This is our chance. Yeah. And then what does Dave Matthews do? Dumps 800 pounds of human feces on those people. Wait, what? Remember that story? Somebody just re- <laughs> somebody just tweeted this and said it's the eighth anniversary of the time that Dave Matthews' tour bus went over the bridge on Michigan Avenue in Chicago, right over the Chicago River, and dumped their toilet system into the Chicago river onto a tour boat oh no yes not paying attention no also fuck them for just putting it in the river right all all of it was not cool <laughs> it'd be funny if while <laughs> that was happening that song i eat too much <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sorry <laughs> Matthews, i eat too much sounded like it i'm maybe i'm thinking of uh no it was dave matthews i don't know anyway I, uh, I, the, what a weirdo. You would think he'd be, uh, woke enough not to. I don't think he did it. I don't think he had the hand on the lever. (laughs) Right. It's the truck driver, some disgruntled bus driver that's like, I'm so tired of these guys blowing weed smoke in my face. Yeah. He was anti pot. Pro poo. (laughs) 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 Look, we're done. Oh, you're quick. (laughs) Ah, It's fun. Oh, man. It was great to do a. Just a Chris. Oh, oh, luck of the Irish. Oh, <laughs> it was Faith and Begora. It was fun. <laughs> you need to start doing more character work <laughs> on stage. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves a good voice. It's funny. It is fun. Well, I was. I was just gonna say it's good to just podcast with you. I know. Same. Yeah, That's. No, this fun. is how we get our. Yep. Pull up to the dumpster as usual. <laughs> right here. You can get right into that dumpster. <laughs> I'll empty up and I'm Dave Matthews into that. Did we have any um thanks everybody for yes. your beautiful responses to Oh, I have to say the quickest uh fan art and most beautiful oh, was Mark. the person who drew yes. you know the person's name yes. that drew Mount Ru- my version of I Mount have, Rushmore. Yeah, it's the oh. best. I cried. It was the best thing of all time. Yeah, it was really. It's been one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, I, I sent it to all the. Uh, I sent it to the main person I went to trivia with, and I was like, "Look, I told our trivia story." Yeah, yeah. It's Mr. His name is Mark, but it's Mrk. Am I right? Yeah, you, Mark, Mark Glasgow. Glasgow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And did you see the other one where the bathtub is behind Mount Rushmore? No, I didn't. Oh, here we he go. He added to it. Oost- oh, I just saw it. Oh now. shit. <gasps> So that's behind. That's the back because Taft's in the bathtub. Yeah, it's behind Taft. He's so good. In between each Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Roosevelt again. What's uh, this? That, that mountain with all the president's fucking faces. This must be a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's just. Oh. Yeah. Wow, Mark Glasgow. Yeah, You're good, good job, at Mark. Art. Thanks, man. Can I look at a picture? Is that him? Well, he looks like a little model. Look at him! Oh yeah, he's a handsome drawn man. Okay. Wait, do you know him in person? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh, you just, I, I thought you were another, art friends. I thought he's, he's from another uh, land. New York. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I think so. Oh, well, I'm done. I for some <laughs> I oh, I assumed he's from Glasgow. 
<laughs> nope. You know me. Just the name. Ah, time for me to go back up to Alaska because my name's Fairbanks. Oh, he is a designer and an illustrator. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, very he's cool. Yeah, he's he's very good. I'm going to get back in the swing of it, too. I like drawing. Yeah. Anyway. You should. We all should. Thank you, Mark Glasgow, for your beautiful art. Thank, Thank you, you everybody, for listening, continuing to listen to our yeah. dumb bullshit. And go to the exact, exactly right website and get some merch. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, we got to sell some shirts. Yeah, get some. Get yourself a Do You Need a Ride shirt and prove it. Yeah. Prove it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to prove or nothing to plug. Uh, me either. Yeah. Oh, we're starting new episodes of My Favorite Murder tomorrow. Some oh, people, that's important. Some people care about that. Yeah. I mean, we're recording it tomorrow. It goes up Thursday. But, um, you know, we're fre- we're back from vacation. Yeah. And this, is, this was like my get get do a podcast and practice being back from vacation. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we did great. It's like we're just back in the saddle again. I mean, this is what we do. Yeah, you just... We've like, always done it. You fall off that horse, you get back on. You get back, back into it. You get into Alexis. Back into the high life. Again. Again. <laughs> Again, thank you. <laughs> and I write, while you're listening to this, I'll be in San Francisco. How about you? You back on the twit? <laughs> I'm back on the twit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were gone for a while. I was gone for a while. I Right when I came back, my stuff was fresh and new and working. Yeah. Now I'm in that phase where every time I tweet, I either think, I've tweeted this before or I'm ripping this off from somebody. So that's a bad place to be. I need to get back into the fresh in the fresh maker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to sneak into some concerts and freshen it up a little bit. <laughs> Are you talking about a really specific Gento sound? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I need to start lifting up cars with some of my weightlifter buddies. Yeah. I need to take a businessman's tie off, tie it around my head, and sneak into the backstage area of a concert. I need to, for no reason, open up a car, get in the back, sit, wave to the driver, keep on walking. Yeah. Did we already do that one? No. That's the best one yet. How many Mementos commercials do you remember? I need to get a bunch of tattoos, look in the mirror every morning, freak out, slowly <laughs> remind myself what happened. That's a Mementos commercial. Oh, God. How? There's no podcast out there that mentions that movie twice no. in episode. No. And doesn't remember both times, just like the movie. <laughs> All of our brains are shrinking. <laughs> You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? I think. <laughs> D-Y-N. A-R! <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you We want to welcome you back home Tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Malphorn with Karen and Chris. The Fall Line. 
an investigative podcast focusing on unsolved cases in the Southeast, is back this August with Season 5. This series covers the 1998 disappearance of Shaikimia Pate, an eight-year-old from Unadilla, Georgia. As a little girl, I can remember that Shai uh, Shai was very energetic and bubbly. Seldom did you see her without a smile. She had a beautiful smile. She, she was just a real bubbly, smart, smart little girl. Shaikimia was excited to spend that Labor Day weekend with her family, starting with attendance of the first high school football game of the season. In their tiny town of Unadilla, Georgia, that was a big event. That Friday afternoon, Shaikimia stepped off her front porch and onto the sidewalks of the street she'd lived on her whole life. She planned to wait outside for a ride from her older sister. She was seen by neighbors, friends, family. Everyone thought she'd made it to see the Dooley County Bobcats play. But she never made it there. And so I thought Swan had took her to the game until 1230 that night when Veronica called me and told me, she called me, she asked me, what shy with me? And I said, no, nah. I said, you mean you don't know what shy at? I called the police, but nobody, he didn't come. And then when he did come, he said she had to be missing 24 hours before they'll go looking for her. Shaikimia Pate vanished right off her own street. Though her disappearance is as mysterious and as arresting as that of Madeline McCann, she has received very little attention. Despite a $20,000 reward and exhaustive work by Shaikimia's family, Veronica Pate, her mother, has been left waiting for 21 years. She made an effort to be optimistic that that Shia would be back. She kept trying to prove that it's going to be all right, leaving the door unlocked, leaving a light on, because Shia Shia coming home. Each hour in a missing person's case matters. So what about a cold case unsolved for decades? Some of the things that we run into working cold cases is that these cases, I mean, they're old, and um, people's memory is not what they used to be. Memories fade, people die. Few outside of rural middle Georgia have ever heard of Shaikimia Pate. But maybe, with your help, that can change. This season on the fall line from Exactly Right, we work with Shaikimia's family, the local sheriff, and the Georgia Bureau of Investigations to produce detailed coverage of her case and generate new leads. 2019 has seen decades-old cold cases come to a close. And so it's time to give Shaikimia's open case and her mother's open door the attention they needed, deserved, years ago. This is The Fall Line. We hope you'll join us on August 7th for Episode 1, September 4th, 1998.